Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast in, in this, this reality. reality. The show designed to challenge everything we've been taught. If you've ever felt there had to be more to life, more to existence, then you're listening to the right podcast. Time to open your mind. And dive in. This is the Mental Mastery Alliance Podcast. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance Podcast. Today is July 7th, and I'm recording from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Last year, I came to Ottawa this time for Blues Fest. And had an absolute blast. I'm usually here every year. I try to make it to Ottawa for Blues Fest to see some old friends. I grew up in this town. I love this place. I just don't make it back as much as I want to. I don't know if that's me. I don't know if that's time. I don't know if that's life getting in the way. You know, <laughs> you start thinking about that stuff. You're like, I don't even know what life is anymore. It's funny how that happens. How, you know, when you're younger, you've got all the answers. And when you're older, you <laughs> don't have a fucking clue what the hell's going on half the time. Yet everybody pretends that they do, or at least they appear to, because that's what we were supposed to do when we were younger. We were learned, we were taught to keep up, to, to, to stay silent, to not ask questions, to be stoic. Well, at least the men were. Or the people that I knew. I shouldn't say the men. Jeez, can I even say the men in today's day and age? Holy shit, who am I going to offend if I use the word men? It's almost like life was too perfect for so long that we just had to invent chaos on every on every tangible level. I don't know. Personally, I think the whole thing's a trip. I think I think the whole experience of, of life is is an absolute trip. What I mean by that is there's so much that can go into any given day, and there's so much that we can do at any given junction or turn. And we're sitting in basically total limitless everything and we craft what we want with that and a lot of us craft bullshit negative scarcity fear man it's weird how with total abundance the one thing we universally create is scarcity walls limitations i don't know i don't know how it happens i don't know i, I don't know where it came from i don't know what what, what made us do that? I don't know what the program was that said, hey, you're going to suffer a little bit. <laughs> but I'll tell you, it's built right in. And I think the coolest thing about that is we suffer so that we understand what it's like to overcome. And, you know, and I've quoted this before, but in the infamous words of Beavis and Butthead, you've got to have stuff that sucks to have stuff that's cool. And again, <laughs> the suffering makes way to great things. And the suffering can be anything from not getting the thing that you want or, or not having enough money or, or whatever it is. Anything. How many times when we were younger did we say things like, I don't, I don't have enough money. You know, there's, <laughs> the money runs out before the end of the month. The, uh, the, the month is too long for the money. And this was when we were living in this, this ideology, this belief, this, this dream that our jobs is what we needed. And now we live in a world where groceries are, are absurd. The absurd price to eat food and the lack of, of, of finance that, have, that has, I don't know what, accompanied the inflation. When we, 
I look at this and I say, I know that this is orchestrated. I know that the idea is orchestrated. And the negative side of that that idea is that we now, again, live in fear. Oh, I don't have enough. I won't have enough. I'm, I'm maxing this out. I'm maxing that out. A lot of us aren't willing to change our lifestyle, which honestly is understandable because at the end of the day, we're here having an experience. And when you remove the idea of what you think this reality is supposed to be, you get to sit with what it is, your creation. And the coolest thing about anything that makes you uncomfortable, like if your foot is uncomfortable, you move your foot. If your life isn't what you want it to be, you make changes. You make you can make changes. Now, it sounds pretentious to just state that, hey, you can go ahead and make all the changes you want. No problem. But that's the whole purpose of growth. Now, remember, too, that we've been programmed to say that a leopard never changes its spots. In other words, anyone that's ever done us wrong will never grow or be anything. And that's an easy way to point that finger outwards. But making that statement also allows you to point that finger inwards. And it says to you, well, there's nothing more that I can do. And the world is out to get me. And I'm defeated on all these levels. And that is pretty sad. That's the stuff that slows us down. Because when we say they can't, we're also saying we can't. And that's kind of a kick. That's kind of a kick because a lot of us want more. They want to do more, be more, see more. They want to experience more and achieve more. And I can tell you this right now. Every last one of you can do anything you want. Absolutely anything you want. And the cool thing about that is your mind will give you a blueprint on how to do it. Think about that thing that you want to do. And then think why you can't do it. And then think, okay, well, if I can't do it because of this, then I have to do that. But I can't do that because of this, then I can't do that because of this. And if you write that down, you're literally writing down in reverse why you can't have the things that you want. And when you read it backwards, it's a blueprint to achieving the thing that you want, which is beautiful. I don't know, man. It's the, It seems like we have this ideology and this thought process and the world around us sort of backs it up and says, hey, don't even try. Don't even, don't even put a, an ounce of effort in. And we sit, we, we sit with that. Why do we sit with that for so long? Why do we accept that? Why do we... I don't know why, why, you know, it's a matter of time. You know, we also think that I don't have it right now and I don't know what it looks like to get it. So I won't even start making the move. But then there's that meme that, you know, that, that strikes me every time. It's like, just think about who you were five years ago and what you wanted then and what you have now, you know, five years ago, you would be proud of yourself. Now there, I know there are some people that are the exact same person they were five years ago, but remember on your journey, anyone that isn't progressing doesn't want to. And it's not really up to us to try to make them do it. But what we learn by trying to make them do it is that we ourselves can do it. And again, you trying to tell somebody to do something with their life is, is, the, is you telling yourself wherever you are in your life how to get to the next level and that you can get to the next level. And that even though we were taught scarcity from a very young age, not by our parents, but by society, by everything, I mean, all of all of. The Disney movies we grew up watching basically revolved around tragedy and death and how the, 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 the heroine overcame. I mean, think about all the mothers that died in all the, in all the <laughs> Disney movies. I mean, Prince, what was the, the, the evil witch, uh, Snow White, how she was cast out. and uh, uh, why am I, Cinderella. Jesus, my brain went dead on that. Cinderella with the glass slipper and the evil witches. Bambi watching her mom die. It goes on and on and on. We've been programmed. <laughs> We've 
that they call it programming for a reason. And here's where I would push my button, but I don't have my, my board with me. Today, it's just straight microphone. So the sound's a little bit different. But I am traveling with my Shure MV7, the little guy. I absolutely adore this microphone. I'm not in any way paid. That's not in any way in the... That is not in any way, shape, or form a paid advertisement for the Shure. It's just something that I like. Uh, and the ability to speak eludes me. Now, luckily for you guys, I don't do edits like that. That just all stays in there because what's the point in putting out something that's perfect? Boring. Now... I have a theory on the forest fires that are going on in Northern Ontario, Quebec, uh, and all across Canada right now, and, and how we're seeing this filter down into the States and all that sort of stuff. Everybody's kind of arguing about this, and I talked about it briefly on, on, in another episode. It's not something that I want to continue on talking about, but to me, this is, you know, and I've said this before, this just stinks of something. It stinks of the same thing that COVID stank of and the same thing that, that Greta Thunberg stinks of and the same thing that the global warming stinks of and the same thing that the Ukraine war stinks of. I mean, orchestrated propaganda, I think. So the question everybody seems to be talking about is, well, you know, I've seen all these videos of people starting fires and I've seen them dropping fuel on the on the forest and it seems like it's always the same clip that we see and it seems like there's this mass i don't know understanding awareness comprehension of something but when you look at it it's literally two or three clips that everyone's sharing around so it's not really that hard to to fake so I know what you're asking yourself. Now, what's he talking about? Is he talking about well, who's faking what with, with, with regards to what? And that's the stuff that I laugh at. That's what I'm, I'm like. I'm like, I'm looking at this going. It's it's almost handed to us way too easily. That video of the fires all starting at once. That video of the helicopter dropping liquid fire onto the, onto the forest. These are the things that we see. Now, my theory is, and I don't know. We've heard about all these heroes, the Bill Gateses of the world, trying to block out the sun. Um, and they say it under the guise of global warming. I personally don't believe, obviously, you can't believe in global warming because before it was global cooling and then it was a hole in the ozone layer. And We've always been in, in scarcity mode with the, with the environment around us. And what I mean by that is they've always programmed into us that in, in 10 years, the world's going to flood. <laughs> the polar ice caps are going to melt. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. And this is one of those things that triggers a lot of people. How can you say that? You're not an expert. I'm like, you can't trust the experts because every last one of them seems to be on the take. And when you really truly think about it, all of the scientists that we grew up knowing, uh, Bill Nye, uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, Michinoku, um, the ones that you know, that you can like, you, you know, you just recognize, these guys are all paid actors. So the voice of the, of the union they're all paid actors. Those delivering the message are all paid actors. And the, and the media paper that delivers the same message when you read it in the news, it's all paid. It's all bought and paid for. This, this is all just propaganda. You know, you can't have non-propaganda when everything that you do or everything that you see is the same. It's the same headline in a different word, whatever, depending on everything. It's, it's all orchestrated. And again, that leaves us back in fear, fear scarcity. 
So when you really truly look around, I mean, look at COVID. COVID was a disease and a virus and a, and a, and a, a worldwide pandemic that only happened on television. There weren't mass droves of people dying and anyone that quote unquote died of COVID had underlying issues. And then there's people out there that needed it to be real. So they're saying that this is what's really truly happening and nobody's looking past certain things. They're just, they're just agreeing with what they need to agree with to make their version of reality make sense. And you're sitting there listening to all these people and go, well, I know my friend who said so-and-so and so-and-so died of COVID because they got weak and this, that, and the other thing. And you take that in because you trust the people around you, right? Not realizing that the people around you are just as infected by the very virus that we're trying to avoid. And when we think that they're telling the truth, they are telling the truth. They're telling their truth, which is just as dark and twisted and manipulated as everything that you've seen and seen through. They're still regurgitating to you. And then you say to yourself, well, they're not part of the media. They're not part of this, but they're having this experience. And nine times out of 10, they're not having any experience other than the one that they were told to have. And they associate with it so much that if you disagree with them and what they have to say, that makes you a bad person. And then when you think to yourself, hey, am I a bad person? That's when you start falling back into the darkness and the negativity cycle of things. And on top of that, so what I was going to say with regards to the forest fires, I'm going to drop, I'm going to jump chain, jump subjects in a second here too. I'm having a hard time talking today. Jeez. Huh. That's all right. That's all right. We're all friends here. The forest fires. I firmly believe this. I believe that the smoke came first. And what I mean by that is I'd, when we look at this and we, we're like, oh, there's a, I can smell the haze. I can smell this. And then you see the pictures of New York and it looks like, it, you know, the apocalypse. Some of the stuff. The weirdest thing about that New York stuff is that Ottawa didn't get that smoke. Toronto didn't get that smoke. Now, granted, we got a variation of it. Muskoka got a variation of it. A lot of Ontario got a variation of it. But that stuff that was in New York, the one that's that, that made the rounds, that, that stuff, you look at that and you're like, I don't understand this. I, this isn't like anything else. But our cognitive dissonance is saying to ourselves, hey, man, this is from the forest fires. Wherein if the powers that be wanted to unleash something on us or whatever the heck it is, whatever it is, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I'm just, this is just pure speculation. As I hit the button, if you're going to soundbite this episode, you must take it in its entirety. <laughs> All I'm saying is there's a high likelihood and a, and a massive probability that the forest fires were set as a cover up so that whatever that haze that you're seeing in the air and it's changing from state to state and province to province, that anyone can say that that's the forest fire smoke and that anyone battling that or the cognitive dissonance inside anyone can then say, hey, I know, I know, I know, but we don't know. We don't. And how can we know? I don't know. And I also don't want to be on that bandwagon where everyone's like, I've got answers to all this stuff. Because honestly, I don't have any answers. The more I do this, the more I see this, the more I am inside of this. The more I realize that anything I could possibly state as factual would be bullshit coming out of my mouth. Because as much as I don't know, they don't know, we don't know, he doesn't know. But something's happening. And somebody's aware of something somewhere along the lines. Which is, to me... Again, fascinating because I'm not looking at it from a, from a scarcity mindset. I'm not looking at, whoops, sorry about the rattle noise. I'm not looking at it as anything other than this experience that we're having, the very experience that we're having, the consciousness, the conscious you 
that is listening to me is having an experience. You, uniquely you, I'm talking to you specifically right now who's listening to my voice. And as I say that, it is a broadcast statement, but is a singular reception because I am talking to you right now. You are having an experience. You are witnessing everything. You are amalgamating everything inside your brain. Everything that you see out there is yours. It's your version of all of this, which is how, as I make this broadcast statement to everyone, and everyone receives it on a singular level, it is one unanimous truth that we all live by. And that's my perception of this reality makes this reality uniquely mine. Your perception of this reality makes this reality uniquely yours. Therefore, anything that you want to do in this world, anything that you see, think, believe is yours. Do you have to fight other people to prove your reality superior to theirs? Not in the least. You can accept their reality and your reality and find yourself more at peace, which is, to me, the ultimate coup, the ultimate thing that we're doing down here. They want us to be afraid of everything, but you can't die. The story here is for you to experience everything. You're the main character. Once you die, all of this goes away because you're not here to observe it. This is your experience, all of this. So the pain and the fear and all this sort of stuff that we go through and how we, how we see everything, it's, it's kind of irrelevant, but it's massively important. It's yours. This, all of this is yours. All of this is your experience from, from stem to stern. And instead of having an argument with somebody about what you perceive versus what they perceive, you have a conversation. And this is where things get a, uh, more amazing. But 99% of the world wants to, wants to ram down your throat, their perception. But when you start making that change, and when you start accepting their reality as truth, you can start seeing your reality in a different way as well. So everything that's going on all around us at all times is fascinating. It doesn't need to be fearful. You know, we create that for us. We create that fear. We create that... I don't know, that weirdness about it. But it's your experience. It is uniquely yours. Everything is uniquely yours. And when you start deconstructing it, it becomes more and more beautiful, more and more fascinating. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to cut this one short. It's not really that short. But I just want to take it out there and have some fun. Um, July is usually a pretty tight month for me. Like I'm constantly all over the place. So with regards to podcasting, I don't know. Normally, I try to knock out four episodes in a month. Uh, sometimes more uh, this month, you know, we're a little bit behind the eight ball, but I, I, have, a feeling, I have a feeling that we're still going to be okay for our, our standard four month. Hopefully they're amazing. I'd like to think that they are, but I want you to think about you. I want you to think about everything that you want. And then I want you to start putting into plan a way to just get it because man, you either do or you don't. Right. And here's the thing you will don't <laughs> for so long until you absolutely must. 
So one way or the other, you're going to do what you need to do because this is your experience. You are here to have that experience no matter what that is. So love it. Love yourself. Allow yourself to breathe this all in. Um, you guys are awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Stay connected with us directly through the mentalmasteryalliance.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag TMMA or tagging us at the Mental Mastery Alliance. To have your voice heard on the show, leave a voicemail or send a text to 647-338-1265. Long distance charges may apply. If you love us, leave us a review. If you hate us, you spend your time in weird ways. But also, leave a review. Every review on iTunes tickles the algorithm helping us grow. Until next time, unity over division. This concludes the most surreal portion of your day. You got it, Pontiac.